Good morning. Welcome to the Glorious Hour program, a Gospel Center's international Thicker Road production hosted by Makinika Radio and on Facebook page at Gospel Center's International Thicker Road. Gospel Center's International is the 21st century evangelical and mission-oriented ministry dedicated to advancing and enhancing God's kingdom in every nation of the world in accordance with the command of our Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and verse 20. We have been called to fulfill the great commission of our Lord Jesus Christ with excellence. Our mission is to evangelize the world, disciple believers, and to raise leaders. Your host for this program is Reverend Stephen Garoyamboro, assisted by Pastor Moffat Gothiro Wambura. We are glad you are up and here with us. Welcome. Bye. 
Good morning, my dear listener. This is your host on Glorious Hour, Reverend Stephen Garuyamburu from Gospel Centers International Thickerwood Church. Welcome to this program. I'm so delighted to be with you this early morning, 5 a.m. Afri- East African time, which will take us for a whole hour up to 6 a.m. God bless you. Indeed, it's a blessing to have you this morning in this program. I want to believe that you have had a wonderful night and that you are ready to start the day. For those of you who have already started the day and are going to work, those already who are at, uh, who are already at work, those will be going to work later. I want to assure you that the Lord God is going to bless you as we look at his word. This morning I want to start with a word of prayer. I want to trust that God is going to bless you and minister to you. Let us bow down and pray for those of you who can. Those of you who are listening on the radio and are driving, I want to ask you to follow the prayer as we start off this morning. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and honor. We exalt you because you are Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah who heals us, who takes away our infirmities, who takes away our diseases. We want to thank you because of your faithfulness. We want to thank you because of your goodness. And we want to commit ourselves to the O Lord God. I pray, my Father and God, as I share your word with your people, that you bring blessings upon them, O God, that you will minister to them in a very special way, and that you, God, their hearts are going to be encouraged. I bless and worship you this morning, because indeed you have given us a wonderful day when, Jehovah God, we can share your word. So I commit my listeners to you, those who are listening to us now, those who will listen to us later. Let your hand be upon them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Welcome once again to this program, the glorious hour that comes to you every day from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. East African time. And also uh, um, from uh, coming to you from uh, Gospel Centers International through Makinika Online Radio and also from our Facebook, Gospel Centers International Thicker Road Facebook. God bless you. This morning, I have, the wo- I have a word of God that has been put in my heart. And I want to read with you from the book of Exodus chapter 3 verses 1 to 10. I've entitled my message or the message of the day today that I have seen the afflictions of my people and I come down to deliver them. Let us read the word of God. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of Horeb, uh, of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burnt with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burning, um, and when 
the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here I am. And he said, Draw not near or nigh hither. Put off thine shoes from off thine feet, for the place whereon, whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thine father, and the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Verse 7 says this, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by the reason of their taskmaster, master. For I now, for I know their sorrows, and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of Egyptians, and to bring them out of that land unto a good land, and a large land, a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Verses 9. Now therefore behold the cry of the behold the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherein with the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, and that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Praise God. I want to start by giving this narration and this story of Moses, the relationship between Moses and God. God, in this chapter 3 of the book of Exodus, God appears to Moses in a bush that appears to be burning, but it is not burning. And it was so fascinating for Moses when he looked at the bush, which was kind of burning, but not burning. And he decided to draw near. As he was taking care of the flock of his father-in-law, he decided to, uh, he was in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the bush, and he was alone. But he saw a burning bush. And this bush, though burning, it was not being consumed. There was fire. And so the Bible says that Moses decided to draw near. And as he drew near, he drew near. The word came from that burning bush and said, Do not drag, draw near, for the place that you are approaching is holy. And so the Bible says he was asked to draw his shoes. And he responded by acknowledging God and hid his face. What I want you to look at this morning is how God declares or listens to his people and how God fulfills his word upon his people. Many times as believers, many times as Christians, many times as individuals in our own rights, go through challenges in life. And sometimes we might think as if God in heaven does not care about us. Sometimes the burdens and the Pain is so much and you ask yourself, where are you, O oh God? Sometimes the oppression that comes around you might be so tough that you may be wondering, where are you, God? Sometimes you might feel that the pressure of the world is too much on you and you wonder, 
God, where are you? And at times you might be pushed to a corner until you get used to problems, until you get used to challenges, and you wonder, is God anywhere near? I like what once one person said one time when he was asked about the pain. Why, why does Chris God allow Christians to suffer? And why does he look down when Christians suffer? And the answer that was given was this. Where do you think God was when he let his son to suffer on the cross? The same place that God was seated when Jesus Christ was suffering at the cross. The same place he sits and he domains when we go through troubles. But there is one thing that I like about this scripture. This scripture is rich in the sense that, that it shows us the affliction of the children of Israel and the troubles that they went through. And it shows that God was not blind about the afflictions and the troubles and the trials that the children were of Israel were going through. God also was not blind and deaf and had not lost memory of what he had promised his servant Abraham. That he shall deliver his children or his descendants after 400 years. God was not absent-minded when the children of Israel were going through difficult moment. The Bible says in verses 7 that the Lord said unto him, Surely I have seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmaster. Now, this is very important for us to note as believers. This is very important for us to note as people. That despite the challenges that we go through, despite the pain that we might be going through, despite the mountains that you might be climbing, despite the valleys that you might be going down under, God in heaven observes and sees your cry and he is not blind about the cry and the pain that you are going through. But one of the things that I get encouraged is that when you go through such moments of trials and difficulties, God in heaven is watching and he is able not only to deliver you from that trial or that problem or that mountain or that burden, but he is able to compensate you and to avenge you for those who probably would be oppressing you. God is the God who brings salvation unto us. To the children of Israel, they had gotten used to troubles. They had gotten used to pain. They had gotten used to oppression. They had gotten used to being pushed to work. And at some point, they had accepted that that is the nature of their life. But even though that is what they had taken to be themselves or to be their position. God had not forgotten that he had promised that he shall deliver them after 400 years. And that is the same thing 
thing when we go through challenges and trials and sometimes we go before God and ask God to deliver us from such kind of conditions. Sometimes it's sickness and disease. Sometimes it's oppression that comes from the family. Sometimes it is poverty. Sometimes it's lack of job. Sometimes it is oppression by people surrounding you. Sometimes it's failures that come after one after another. And sometimes it's being oppressed by the devil. One of the things I get encouraged by this scripture is this, that God tells Moses, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmaster. Showing that every moment the children of Israel went through challenges and through the pain, God was taking record of it. And it got, got to a point where Moses, well, I mean God, said that enough is enough. Deliverance shall surely come unto my people. I will deliver them from the oppression of the Egyptians. And I will not only deliver them, but I will also avenge for them. And so verses 8 says this, and I have I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land unto the unto a good land, unto a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jesbusites. A few points I want you also to note here. The Bible says that God spoke to Moses and said, I am come down to deliver them out of the land, out of the land of the Egyptians. Now you ask me, how did God come down? Did God did God himself come down to bring this deliverance? And I want to say that God does not work in a vacuum. God works with people and through his creation. God provides means of deliverance through others. Let me read from the New International Version. It says, So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of Egyptians and to bring them up unto that land, into the land of good and precious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hevitites, and Jebusites. So God is saying, I have come personally to bring deliverance to these people. And the question that you ask, how was God going to deliver them? God did not come to deliver them with their own with his own hand. He was going to deliver him through the man Moses. Praise God. And that is what I want you to know today. That God uses men and places people in strategic areas and locations for a purpose. Um, Moses was born. If you read the birth of Moses in chapter 2, you find how Moses was born and he was put in a basket and hid in a river. And when he was there, the Bible tells me that the son, the daughter of the uh, of the of Pharaoh came and found that baby and the child was delivered and taken to the to Pharaoh's house. And for 40 years, 
uh, Moses was undergoing training and was undergoing a preparation for deliverance of the children of Israel without him necessarily knowing. And the Bible says that God spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the pain and the cry of, the, of my people and I have come so that I may deliver them from the hands of the Egyptians. So, God is saying, it is me who is going to do the job. God is saying, it is me who is going to fulfill the promise that I made to Abraham. That I will deliver his descendants from the hand of the oppressors. God is saying, it is my business to bring deliverance. But for him to do this, he uses the hand of man. He enables Moses to be able to do this task. And I want to say this this morning, that it is possible that we might be going through difficult moments. It is possible that you might be going through a hard moment. It is possible that you might be going through a season of oppression. But God in heaven is hearing you as you cry. God in heaven is listening to the prayers that you are making. And a time will come when he himself will come down to deliver you from the position of your oppression. But the way God is going to do that, he's going to use men and women that are surrounding you, men and women that are next to you, and sometimes men that have been prepared specifically to bring deliverance to you. And sometimes God brings help from other places. This reminds me of the story of Mordecai and Esther, when God, when when uh, when the children of uh, the uh, them, when the the, the 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 children of Israel, the house of Judah, have been taken captive by the by their enemies, and at a time when they were going through difficult moment, Mordecai was a gatekeeper, and it so happened that God saw that there the will come a time when the children of Israel, there will be somebody that will conspire to destroy and to kill the children of Israel, those who were in Shushan. And for that reason, God prepared such that a girl who was orphaned by his father and mother when she was small and been taken care of by an uncle or by a cousin called Mordecai shall stand out and get into the palace and from there deliverance shall come. And when Mordecai got to know that there was a plot, a plot to destroy or to kill the children of Israel. He called unto Esther and he sent unto Esther and said, Esther, it is time for you to, bring, to deliver us, to speak on our behalf because there is conspiracy that is being made against the Jews in Shushan and we are going to be destroyed. And when Esther tried to hesitate. Mordecai was quick to remind her that listen Esther, you do not know why you are in the palace today. You might not know why you are in that position today where you can speak on our behalf. Maybe God has placed you there so that you may speak for us and bring deliverance to the people of God who are in Shushan. But let me tell you Esther that if you do not speak on our behalf, let me tell you that you also shall not be spared. God can bring deliverance from 
elsewhere. But if you are the one that was meant to bring deliverance for the children or for the people of Shushan, and you have been placed in a position of bringing deliverance, I want to tell you that you, even you will might not, might not be spared. And I want to speak to somebody today that sometimes believers or sometimes people become mean with the, the resources and the opportunities that God has given them. Sometimes we become mean when God has placed you in a position so that you may, be, you may help people to get out of situations or problems. And you become selfish. You do not want to bring help. You do not want to bring uh, comfort to those people. I want to tell you this. If God has placed you in a, in a society, if God has placed you and made this to people that you are supposed to bring deliverance for, and you do not bring that deliverance, you do not take action. If God was meant to bring a deliver uh, to bring deliverance and a solution to those people, I tell you that God's purpose shall be fulfilled. But for you, you will have missed your blessing. That is what had happened to Jonah when Jonah had been sent, was sent by God to go to Nineveh and he was so much afraid of going to Nineveh and he said that I know that God is gracious and he shall surely deliver the people of Nineveh. Yet that is not what he wanted. Because of his selfish nature, he took a, 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 a um, a ship to go to Tarsus so that he can run away from this message of God. But I want to tell you that God had purpose to save Nineveh if only they repented. And so when, Mo when Jonah was taking a different direction, God made sure that he brought him back to where his purpose was. And so you cannot stop the purpose of God. If God has placed you in a place of authority, the place of influence, a place where you can speak for his people, a place where you can bring hope to the people, and you fail to bring that hope. Yes, those people might go through trials, those people might go through difficulties, but I want to tell you, when God declares that you bring deliverance and salvation, he will surely do it. And when he does that, the Bible tells me that God, deliverance of God is sure and amen. So when God lifts you, my brother, when God gives you a gift, my sister, when God gives you grace to perform or to do certain things, whether in the society or in the family or in the church, and you fail to do it, yet God has put that gifting, yet God has given you that ability, and you fail to do it, remember, God can bring solution from anywhere else, but you will have missed your blessing. And Moses was about to miss his blessing when he went, when he encountered this, and he said he's not able to go out. But let me tell you, God convinced him. And there was dialogue between Moses and God on how God was going to deliver the children of Israel. The Bible tells me that God told him, Moses, you are the man that I'm sending to go and deliver them. And even this morning, I want to encourage somebody who is listening to me that God is listening to a cry of somebody. Probably
Probably it's just a prayer that God wants you to make. Probably it's just an encouragement so that that person can go through the trials uh, victoriously. Probably it's just a provision and God has made, given you means to be able to provide. Yet you have held back your comfort. Yet you have held back your provision. Yes, you have held back your prayers. God is calling on us. When God is about to do something, he uses people, men and women like you and me. When God wants to deliver a people, he does not use other things. He involves men into his action. And I want to tell somebody today that even in a situation that you are in, God will bring solution. God will bring a, a, a helper. God will come your way and will bring deliverance to you. Do not give up because God is able to deliver you from your situation. Let me remind you that the God of heaven that we, uh, we, 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 we worship, that the God of heaven that we cry to is a God of design and plan. He's a God of design and plan. And he does not want men to perish. He will bring to fulfillment his promises. I want to remind you of another story which is recorded in the book of Acts. And this is the story of salvation. When God was, uh, when Jesus Christ was ascending in heaven, in the book of um, Acts chapter 1, he told the disciples to wait in Jerusalem uh, so that they can be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit for them to be witnesses of Jesus Christ in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and other most parts of the world. But we also find that these people, the disciples of Jesus Christ, did not have enough grace to start going out into the other land, into other, into Judea, and into the uttermost parts of the world. But God had identified a man called Paul in the book of Acts chapter 16 verses 9 to 10. We see that God speaking to Paul and telling him that he he has sent him to go and perform, um, I mean to, to, to deliver his word in Macedonia. This is what the Bible says, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision immediately, we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord, uh, that the Lord had called us for the, uh, 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 for to preach the gospel unto them. This is a man that understood the calling that God had given him. Paul was a man that understood that he had been called for a purpose. He, FF, he uh, most of the times declared that God had called him to be an apostle to the Gentiles. And he did not miss his opportunity of ministering to the Gentiles. He went out ministering to the Gentiles and so many of them came to Christ. So many of them believed in Jesus Christ. And so this particular moment here... God showed Paul a vision of a man in Macedonia calling out for him and saying, come over here and help us. And sometimes I wonder, how many times do we get the calling of God? How many times do we get visions of God calling us into work, into ministry, into, a, into an assignment? And sometimes we are not um, we are not careful enough to listen to the voice of God. Let me tell you that it starts by us 
being um uh, being sensitive and being uh, being sensitive to the voice of God Moses when he, when Moses saw the burning bush he went closer and God spoke to him from the burning bush for Paul God spoke to him through a vision and he saw a man calling unto him saying come over here unto Macedonia and help us and indeed when he went there great works were performed great miracles were performed but it's because they were um, um, they were aligned to the voice of God the great story of deliverance of the children of Israel was a story of obedience of one man that God called out of a stranger a strange voice in a in a burning in a burning bush the deliverance of the gentiles was out of obedience of a man that was a was a pharisee of the pharisee a man who was a persecutor of believers but when god called him he obeyed the voice of god and so salvation came to the gentiles through this man called paul and even today my brother my sister there are so many people that are being delivered out of their sinful nature out of their oppression out of their bondage because of the obedience of one or two men that have listened to the voice of god god is calling on us to be obedient moses uh, was obedient despite the fact that he struggled with god in the beginning but when he listened to god and he accepted and he obeyed god it triggered god fulfillment of great deliverance praise the lord similarly even for paul when he was called by god and he was told that he has been called unto the gentiles he heeded to the voice he heeded to the call and when he obeyed god we see great miracles we see great people being delivered even the romans and even those who were pagans they accepted the lord jesus christ indeed we see the works of paul among us the, the, the among us the the, the, the the gentiles and he ministered to them and brought many to christ why did this happen it happened because of the obedience of Paul unto the calling that came to him through a vision and even this morning I know there are some people that God has called there are some people that God has given a gifting there are some people that God is speaking to sometimes to just give a word of encouragement I want to tell you if God gives you the grace to encourage please wake up and encourage if God gives you the grace to pray for somebody please wake up and pray if God has given you grace to speak to somebody about Christ wake up and do it because who knows that probably you are the only man that God is waiting for so that that person can accept Jesus Christ so that that person can receive his miracle so that you can be a contact to that person's miracle Genesis chapter 15 verses 13 says and he said unto Abraham know of surety that thy seed shall be strangers in a land uh, in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them for uh, for 400 years what i'm saying here is that promise of god's deliverance unto the children of israel was to be fulfilled by a man that salvation that was coming to the gentiles and to the uttermost parts of the world that jesus christ spoke about was to be fulfilled by a man 
God does not operate in a vacuum. God operates through people. God operates through men and women. God brings deliverance of men through his own hand. When God wanted to deliver even the race that was going against him, he asked Noah to build an ark for him and for a um and for a for a long time and Noah was busy building the ark but when the rains came there were people that the family of Noah was delivered and there we get a generation because of Noah obeying the word of God Noah obeyed God so deliverance and salvation came to his family and even today I want to say this that there are men that need to obey God so that there is that so that deliverance can come to their families God is speaking to somebody God is speaking to a woman somewhere so that that woman can go and pray so that the change her children may not be tormented and may not walk down the, the ways of darkness so that God can bring deliverance. God is waiting on a man who is going to speak, who is going to act, who is going to do something special so that that person, so that those people can be delivered. That man and that woman could be you. That man, that woman could be me. For God is looking up for a man. God is looking up for a woman so that he may act. That person could be you. That person could be me. We need to be sensitive to the voice of God. Let me conclude by saying this. That God sees the affliction of the sinners. God sees the affliction of humanity. God sees the affliction of men under the sun. And he sees the pressure that the devil puts on them. And also number two. God hears the pain and the cry of sinners. God hears and sees the pain and the cry of those who go through challenges. And God has not forgotten his ears the Bible says are not deaf that he cannot hear. Nor his eyes are not blind so that they cannot see. But God is hearing the cry. God is seeing the affliction and is ready to send deliverance to those people. Number three God is then looking for someone to go out and bring um, deliverance on his behalf. God is not going to work in a vacuum. God is not going to work in a, in a, uh, with, with his own hand there. But God is going to work with a man and a woman that is going to be obedient to his voice. Number four, I want to say this. That God is not going to make you go alone. He will go with you. I want to promise you this. That when God calls you to do something. When God calls you to perform a, a particular task. He is there with you. When he spoke to the, uh, to the disciples, he said, Behold, I am with you until the end of time. Time, praise God. And he told the disciples in the book of Acts, wait in Jerusalem until you have been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit so that you do not go alone. God does not send you alone. God does not let you to go to the world to bring uh, to send the uh, to bring the gospel alone. He always sends you with a companion. He sends you with a companion. And the Holy Spirit is the most important companion. Also, God sends you with other people whom you do ministry with. I want to remind you of the story of um 
a story of Elijah when Elijah was confronted by Ahab and and by uh, by, by Ahab when he challenged the gods of uh, when they challenged the gods of Baal and one time when he was about when he had challenged the gods of Baal he thought that he was the only uh, only prophet and he told God kill me because they have just yes that Ahab has killed all the prophets but God spoke to him and said you are not alone I have 7,000 I have many more prophets who have not bowed to the gods of Baal and I want to tell you even you today that God has many more remnants who are able to do this task and so you are not alone in the battle you are not alone in this business you are not alone in the business of God God has brought as many people God has people who are working together with you some are praying others are encouraging you but what you need to do is to realize that God has called you for a purpose and so he will send you with a helper he will send you with the Holy Spirit and it is important for us to realize that the Holy Spirit of God is forever together with us let me say this that when God wanted to bring ultimate salvation he did not just send a prophet the Bible says that he sent his son Jesus Christ and we have become co-workers with Jesus so that we may bring this message of hope and salvation to many that are going um, that are lost and so Jesus Christ the son of God came to bring salvation and deliverance to the people of this world and we have become co-workers with him we are not alone Jesus is together with us Jesus appointed 12 disciples and he told them that I will, I'm not leaving you alone. I'm sending you a helper who shall be with you. The apostles did their job. The apostles did their job. The fathers of the gospel did their job. And those who came ahead of us did their job. Now it is for you and me to do the work of God. God is calling on somebody. God is calling on somebody and he's expecting those who are hearing, who are um, who are co-workers with God when God sees the affliction of people and when he comes down to deliver them will he find a man who is ready to be used by God will he find a man that will say here I am oh Lord send me will he find a woman who will say here I am oh Lord send me will he find a man will he find a woman he will find a church will he find a society will he find a people that are ready to tell him here we are send us to where the work is I welcome you into the presence of God that you may accept to be sent by God that you may accept to give your life to Jesus Christ because he has had your affliction and he has seen your problems and he has come down to deliver you from that state of hopelessness in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to speak to somebody today who is in a state of despair. I want to speak to somebody today who is in a state of confusion. I want to speak to somebody today who is in a state of hopelessness and tell you it is not over until God is done with you and he has heard your cry he has seen your tears and he has come down 
to deliver you. Believe it in the name of Jesus and deliverance shall come unto you. Are you listening to my voice this morning? And you are going through challenges. Are you listening to my voice this morning? And you have been oppressed by the devil. Are you listening to my voice today? And you are feeling as if you want to hang yourself. Do not do it. Jesus Christ is calling on you and is sending help to your way and he is sending help so that you may have life and have it in a, have it in more in abundance praise the lord and are you there this morning and you have heard the voice of god probably god is impressing on you to pray for somebody probably god is impressing on you to go and see somebody needy somewhere let me tell you take an action Probably God has seen the affliction of that person and he has come down to deliver him. And you could be the man or the woman all the time for deliverance. Pray with me this morning as I conclude this, uh, this sermon and tell you that indeed God is looking up to you in the name of Jesus. I want to ask you today, are you born again? If you are not born again, Jesus Christ has sent us to come and bring this good news to you. He has seen the affliction that you are going through. He has seen the pain that you are going through. And he has come down to bring deliverance to you. May you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Let us pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my listener today. Those who have not accepted you, my Father, I pray that you may bring deliverance and salvation unto them. I pray that God, you may cleanse them of their sins and make them to be new creatures, O Lord, as the Bible says. Let their sins not be remembered anymore, but let them, Jehovah God, be established in your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, I pray for your grace that is more than able to deliver people, O God, from their sinful nature. Deliver those that have believed this morning in the name of Jesus. My Father and God, I also pray for the believers who have listened to this message today. I commit them to your hands, O Lord God. I pray that you remember them, Jehovah. I pray that God, you may encourage them, O Lord. Maybe, Father, you have called them to be a solution, to be a helper to those that are being tormented by the enemy. So, Lord, may you be their solution this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, I commit them to your variable hands, O Lord, for you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that which we think or even imagine in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. We shall be together again tomorrow morning between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. through Makinika Online Radio and on our Facebook Live page, Gospel Centers International, where we love you, we love Christ, and we want to welcome you into the princes of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, may you be blessed and have a wonderful day. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We are sure that God has ministered to you through this broadcast. Kindly like and follow us on Facebook page at Gospel Centers International Thika Road. May God continue to bless you and preserve you. Till tomorrow morning, peace is glorious. Our.